I start telling people about hell, I might just scare them off. Where are you going to scare them off to? Hell number two? Or are you just going to sit there and let them burn? This is Chris from Don't Let Them Burn. Welcome to our program. This is the Political Edge episode four. And on this program, we just, you know, dissect some political issues, give you a Christian perspective, and help you to disseminate the Word of God at the same time, and the truths of what God's heart speaks, and what side of the dividing line should you be on. And I'm not talking about parties, I'm talking about good and evil, okay? So today, or first... You can find us at DontLetThemBurn.com. You can get us on YouTube. You can get us on all most podcast networks. Um, go to a website if you want to send us a message. That's the best way to reach out. Um, Facebook is cool, too. But due to the nature of Facebook, they know everything that you say. So if you want to say something that's confidential, send me an email. All right. So today we have Mike Spalding, Pastor Mike Spalding, friend of the ministry. And, um, you know, he has his own podcast as well. And so our relationship started a few years ago, and here I finally brought him back on the program. We're going we're gonna to do a couple of shows uh, that will really inform you on some things going on out there. And they're not all political, but I'll keep that secret for the moment. Uh, so Pastor Mike, how are you doing? Chris, I'm doing fantastic. Thank you so much for the invitation to join you again. It's a blessing to, to chat, brother. Oh, yes, definitely. Um, you know, uh, you have a couple books out there and stuff. So let the people know who you are and what do you do? Yes. So I am a uh, uh, pastor of Calvary Chapel of Lima, Ohio. Um, there are Calvary chapels all over the country. Uh, there's one out there where you're at, in fact, mm-hmm. um, Chris. Yeah. And uh, so I'm a, a husband, father of four grown children. Uh, we have six grandchildren now, three great grandchildren, and uh, I just recently retired from my secular work. So I'm focusing full time on ministry and get to do things like this during the day now, Chris. So it's awesome. exciting for me. Oh yeah. Um, and I also uh, have been writing books at a furious pace. Mm. Um, I'll have, uh, I want to say six, six books out this year. Mm. That's uh, wow. <laughs> uh, two. So I had one in April. Uh, one just came out about two weeks ago. Um, I released one in in May. I've got one set to be released here in the next couple of weeks, and then another one shortly after that. So uh, some of them are commentaries mm-hmm. on books of the Bible. So I've got uh, the Gospel of Mark in three volumes. I've got, I, I'm just getting ready to release uh, Matthew volume two in that commentary on, on Matthew's gospel. That'll cover chapters 10 through 18. I've released um, a full commentary on first Corinthians and I am working on the book of Psalms. I'm actually working backwards on Psalms. So I released volume five, which is chapters 121 through 150. Mm. That turned out to be over 500 pages of uh, commentary on those yeah. chapters. And so chapter four, as I said, I'm working backwards and, and there's a reason for that. And I won't bore your listeners with, <laughs> <laughs> won't bore people with the reasons for that, but, but I am working backwards. So sometime if the Lord tarries within the next year or so, I'll have a five volume set on the book of Psalms. So I'm very busy. The Lord has blessed me tremendously. And uh, I want to give a hat tip and a very big 
thank you and appreciation to my wife, Kathy, because without her editing skills, without her IT skills, uh, none of this would be possible. Amen. Amen. You always need a strong woman by your side, man. Yeah. A, a strong wife at that. That's the, that's the key, right? Strong wife. But um, yeah. So um, today's topic, we're going to be delving into um, one of the subjects uh, in your books. And that's this whole um, cool rise of Marxism, communist takeover, the um, radical left uh, who are basically now taking over the Democrat Party. Um, even though the Democrat Party had problems before that. Um, and also, you know, with, with, with that radical left takeover, we have the rise of occultism, which it's, it's intrinsically a part of it now. So I, I'll, let you, I'll let you take the floor, my friend. Okay, so uh, talking about um, cultural Marxism, uh, most people knew it many years ago. They, they, well, let me back up and say this, because some people think this is just a recent development. This is not a recent development. Uh, cultural right. Marxism, uh, the previous generation knew it as political correctness, mm-hmm. political correctness, which uh, really inhibited free speech. And that's one of the marks of, of, of Marxism, of communism. And, 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 and let me say this, and I, and I may repeat this several times during our conversation, Chris, but communism, Marxism is Satanism. Mm-hmm. You need to understand that, folks. It is Satanism. Some people are of the mistaken opinion, Chris, that communism is atheism. And it, and it actually isn't. They are not atheists. Right. They just reject Yahweh. They, they reject the Christian God, the God of the Bible. They actually worship Satan. And, and that's not uh, an overreach. It's not hyperbole. It is, it is documented truth. Now, uh, if I can turn, look, let me turn around just for a second, Chris. Yeah, sure. And let me share this with listeners. So, Social injustice, exposing the false gospel of the social justice movement. I I was a contributing uh, author to this book, and this touches on um, communism, Marxism, socialism. Now, the chapter that I wrote in this book, Chris, and I know you'll be interested in this because you're a student of history as well. I wrote the chapter on how progressivism uh-huh. seeped into the church. How did that even happen? Oh, yeah. Now, in this book, this is my, my well, I just released this one in April, Upside Down in America. Mm-hmm. What yeah. went wrong and how do we make it right again? And uh, I gave a whole chapter. Social justice is, is actually injustice. Mm-hmm. It's actually injustice. Yeah. And then one of the longest chapters in the whole book, I devoted to communism and exposing what communism actually is. And uh, at, at the end of the day, it's actually Satanism. Yeah. So, folks, you need to understand what we are up against. So there you go. Chapter 17, communism is Satanism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So at the end of the day, what we are up against, folks, and we're talking about communism, don't think that it's just a, a, uh, an economic theory, where we're going to readjust or realign 
reposition the parts and the economy and then we'll all be better and it'll be so much fairer and more equitable. Mm. No, no, no. Communism is designed to absolutely dismantle, dismantle every economic system that it comes into touch with and replace it with a, a centralized, overbearing, really oligarchy where the government controls everything, not just the means of production, but also the output. But they'll tell you what you'll buy or not buy. There is no choice. Communism doesn't offer that. Now, I was just talking with a guy this morning, uh, Chris, and, and he has a very interesting background. I won't go into all of that, but he made the observation that he believes communism is on the ropes. He believes that communism in America is in the last gasps, and, and that's why you see all of this acting out. Mm-hmm. Folks, make, make no mistake about this point either. All of the violence and the looting and the rioting and everything that we see in America today, it is not grassroots. Mm-hmm. It's very well organized, and it's very well funded. And I'll make the bold claim, Chris, that it's funded primarily. I mean, Soros is the boogeyman in everybody's story, right? Right. We can, we can point to him. Yeah. But it's actually the communist Chinese that are behind this. Yeah. I think the Russians have some money in it. And I wouldn't be surprised. And I haven't, I'm just throwing this out there. I haven't, haven't found a, 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 a solid line to them. But I wouldn't be surprised if, if some of the Iranian money mm-hmm. is not involved in this. We, folks. The United States has enemies in the world, mm-hmm. and they'll do anything they can to destroy America. They don't care about the citizens of the United States. Nope. They don't care about how how we may perceive ourselves to be some of the most generous, fair, balanced, compassionate people on the world. They don't care about that. Mm-hmm. When they see the United States, they see the great Satan, and that's how they describe us. Yeah. So all of this money, all of this writing, all of this looting, and, and, and folks can say, well, no, I— I think it's about the, the injustices, uh, real or perceived, the injustices, and, and I, I'll grant you that. Some of it is. Some of it is. Some of the people that are actually out there protesting and getting caught up in some of the violence and rioting, they, they are doing it because they perceive it's injustice in America. But this is being funded, folks. Make no mistake. This is being funded by communists, enemies yeah. of the United States of America. So communism is Satanism. It is working and, and, and it has infiltrated. Now I can go all the way back to, to Woodrow Wilson and just a little bit before Wilson's time, mm-hmm. the communists had already infiltrated. Oh, I thought communism didn't start until 1917. Are you kidding me? <laughs> communism had been around a long time. Yeah. Marx and Engels lived in the mid fifth or mid 1800s and they're, mm-hmm. they're, ideology began to grow 1870s and 80s and and it it got a lot of adherence very very quickly but i'll say this again communism is satanism marx was a satanist Mm -hmm. now i would recommend for for uh your viewers chris that they get a hold of a copy of richard wormbrand richard wormbrand's book marxism is satanism uh, Wormbrand, as, as many folks will he'll recognize the name, he was the founder of uh, Voice of the Martyrs, yeah. and he was a Romanian pastor, smuggled Bibles in. Uh, the gospel was, was, was uh, arrested, tortured for years 
trying to get him to renounce Christ. Yeah. A true believer in the Lord Jesus Christ is not going to do that. Nope. And Wormbrand didn't. And he actually lived miraculously. The Lord spared his life and he lived to tell his story. Uh, and, and he's written many, many good books. But, but, but uh, Marxism is Satanism is the one that I would recommend to people. Mm-hmm. Has a lot of good information in that. So that's just a snippet, Chris, of what we are up against in this nation today. And people need to understand clearly what we are facing as a nation. Yeah. The goal is always the church, Chris. The yes. goal is always the church. Mm-hmm. We can talk about, well, they're, they're, they're trying to overthrow injustice. They're trying to uh, 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 tear down capitalism, reestablish something that's more equitable. No, actually, they're not. It's a lust for power. Mm-hmm. It, it, and you can always take this right back to the Bible, Chris. First John chapter 2, it's always a lust for power. Lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh, mm-hmm. pride of life, all yeah. of those things. Mm-hmm. You can always take it right back to the scripture. That's what drives people. I mean, think about this, Chris. When you're, th- when you're talking about uh, the Rockefellers or the Rothschilds or the Warburgs or all these moneyed peoples, I mean, how much money is enough? Seriously. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and I mean, we look at it and we say, man, I wish I had a million bucks. Well, these people have trillions, mm-hmm. trillions. The lesson to be learned there is that money does not satisfy. Nope. It turns into a, an insatiable lust. So you've got all these moneyed peoples that have so much money that it isn't about the money anymore. It's about power and control. Now, who's that sound like, Chris? See, that sounds like, like, like the old serpent himself, yeah. doesn't it? Le- it's always about power and control. Wants yeah. to control people. Wants to control the souls of men. That's always what it... So that's who's behind all of this, folks. Mm-hmm. And the tar- target is always what? The church of Jesus Christ. It's always the target. How do I know that? Because every nation that communism seeps in, takes over, what's the first target after they topple the government? The church, the church of Jesus Christ. They start mm-hmm. shuttering churches. And if they allow churches to stay open, they say, here's what you will preach, pastor. Yeah. And if you preach anything outside of these guidelines, if you say anything derogatory or negative against the government, that will be your last sermon. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Any other thing you say will be in prison if we allow you to live. That's why I say it's always the church that's the target. But here's the good news. Here's the hope in all of that, Chris. The Lord Jesus Christ himself said the gates of hell shall not prevail against the true church that's you and me brother that's Mm -hmm. the remnant body there's a lot of fake christianity a lot of phony christianity a lot of false converts masking around as christians they're not they're goats right they're not sheep they're goats yeah those people are already compromised they're already into apostasy Mm -hmm. we're seeing that at an accelerated pace right now chris full-blown apostasy, Mm -hmm. people embracing things that the scriptures call abominations, Uh. people embracing systems of government that are ruthless and merciless to people, Christian people, Chris, Mm -hmm. embracing these things on the left. And I could name some names, but I'll resist doing that at this point. And, And you know what, Chris, you gave me the microphone and I'm a pastor, so I won't shut up unless... 
<laughs> unless I say, I'm going to pass it back to you, brother, and let you get a word in edgewise of that. <laughs> well, yeah, that's the great stuff. Uh, you know, one, one of the, uh, the things, and, you know, you just mentioned a lot of things that I, I'd like to piggyback on as well. Um, but one of the things is uh, this system that's coming in or trying to come in, trying to get a foothold in America because America is the last bastion of freedom. Uh, do your research. We are the last free country. Um, and in some in some cases, it's a form of freedom that's not really free, but we're still the freest country on the planet, right? And if this thing gets a foothold, all, all everything that you're hearing about New World Order and all this stuff, just just they're gonna just, they're just gonna bring it all in. This includes environmentalism. Uh, when I say environmentalism, I'm talking about controlled by tech. The technocracy will come in. You'll get taxed for breathing. Okay, you're, you're you will get taxed for passing gas. I'm I'm not joking. It sounds funny, but I'm not joking. Um, and so there we'll see when the technocracy comes in, it'll be like a I call it retarded form of communism, but it, it'll be more scientists and engineers and and people like that, not necessarily presidents. But again, um, like I mentioned on another show, God said there will be ten kings, and out of those ten kings will come the eleventh. So um, we're not saying all this is going to happen tomorrow, but that's why we have to fight and, and, and fight for truth and, and justice. And I don't want to sound corny, but the truth and justice. It's good against evil. Um, fallen angels against the body of Christ. Notice I said fallen angels against the body of Christ. There are moral people out there, and they will fight with us, but they're not saved. We have the power through Jesus Christ to push back against the evil in this world. And um, I, I just want people to really hone in on that and, and learn the word of God. Once you learn the word of God, it's all in there. And then you go into study this communist stuff and Marxism and all this stuff in the history. Oh, man, it, it'll just open your eyes because most of us are not trained um, because of our education, educational system to understand the complexity of this so-called communist movement, uh, fascism, uh, socialism. It, it's, it's broken down in so many different tiers. But if you look around the globe, different countries from, like, like Pastor just said, from the 1800s were taken over through this same system. They bring it, they, it's like witchcraft. Witchcraft is presented to you repackaged in, in certain ways. Same thing with communism. And they take two different um, ideologies or people group, and they put them against each other so that can they can call cause destabilization in within the country. That's what's happening right now. Go ahead, Pastor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it certainly is because that's exactly what's happening. And one of the one of the primary tools. Now, let me say this, and I'll come back to what I just was going to say. Mm -hmm. Technocracy is is already here, folks. It is already here. What is technocracy? Well, I I, I would encourage you to to uh, avail yourselves of technocracy news, technocracy mm -hmm. news. Patrick Wood does a fantastic job. Uh, a couple of books that he's written, the rise of technocracy technocracy folks is rule by scientists rule by experts. We already see it right now. Where do we see it? Well, the smart meters on your house, on your utilities, you know, those smart meters, they can just drive by and, and, and with a handheld device, radio signals they can tell they can read your meter and all of that well guess what's coming folks they are going to have the ability and i think it's already in place they just haven't rolled it out yet Chris. right right they're going to have the ability to shut off your water shut off your heat shut off your gas 
if they determine that you've used too much. Yes. You, you, you've, you've exceeded your monthly allotment and we're shutting you off because you're wasteful. That's technocracy. Here's yeah. another example of technocracy. The CDC. You talk about a corrupt organization, <laughs> yeah. and yet they have, they have built up their public persona such that people believe they're some kind of health expert. They're no health expert. They're a privately held company. And Fauci and Gates are involved in it, mm -hmm. and they're all about making profit. They own patents on vaccines. Why do you think they push vaccine? Because they own the patents on these things. Mm -hmm. That's technocracy right in front of your face, and people don't even understand this. They think the CDC is out for our good. They're not out for our good. Uh -uh. They're only no. out for their good, which is making money for their shareholders. Right. So anyway. Mm -hmm. So anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so, so that that's technocracy, yeah. isn't it, Chris? You know, we we we'll, we we'll, we can get into that. We we're gonna do a whole program on this on this techno technology technocracy stuff. So stay tuned for that. Um, so what we have here in 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 our political system, um, because of okay, so. There's this thing called mass immigration, okay? And it's how not just recent governments, but governments of the past were also destroyed because they brought in uh, a, a, a crazy amount of people from different countries to destabilize, say, Greece or um, Rome, whatever, right? So today what you're seeing is Europe, they're in, importing Muslims into that um, system and it's destabilizing the country. <laughs> and what you see, you're not hearing about the rapes. You're not hearing about the killings, the machete killings. They don't need guns. All sorts of stuff going on over there. Not, not just with um, the, the, the Islamic cysts that they're, you know, infiltrating with, but also the regular people. Because, you know, you can't have guns. Well, how, how will I take care of this problem? I, oh, I'll use a hammer. So I'm saying all that. To bring you back to before President Trump got elected. All of this was going on in America, but you heard nothing about it. Right. And um, I'm talking about this guy ran up into Burger King. Uh, 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 I, I can't remember what country he came from. It's some African country. And, he's, and he, he threatened everybody in there with a machete. And I think he might have chopped one of them. And another one where, is where this 14-year-old girl got raped by two guys from one of those same countries. Um, that was because Obama was allowing the influx of this, the immigration, the mass immigration of, uh, it, well, at that time it's, it's legal. Now it wasn't illegal. They, they allowed it to happen. So anyway, I'm saying all that to get to this. When you see these, um, radical left Islamists in the nation, they've been placed there. They, they were, they were voted in by their constituents because where the way they live, it's a, it's a large Muslim population. So you're wondering, mm -hmm. how can these morons get in, get in um, an office? That's why. So you're seeing the, the, the starting point, the sparks, the ambers of fire that could lead to more destabilization. And they think that they're going to be in power. Well, you know, that's not how it always works out. But anyway, they're, they're, yeah. one, of, they're, they're one of these... Um, um, proxies that are being allowed to do what they're doing, but we can't just take them out. We can't just, you know, get rid of them. We have to vote them out. So <laughs> it's important. So what, when you, what, what you're seeing with all of this, these riots, these same people are in the middle of these riots. You can go look it up. 
they're in the middle of them. So uh, I just wanted to t- take him on that little trip for a second and so that you could bounce off of that, Pastor. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, Chris. So, um, and, you, and you're spot on in, in your analysis. Folks, uh, two names, Rashida Talib and Ilhan Omar. Now, if you don't know those two names, then you need to, to look those up and find out what they're all about. Rashida Talib is, is uh, a representative from Michigan, and she was elected in an overwhelmingly Muslim uh, district. Ilhan Omar is a representative from Minnesota. She was elected from an overwhelmingly Muslim district. Mm-hmm. Now, there's nothing wrong with that per se, right. except this those districts were intentionally flooded with somali and muslim immigrants in the in the case of dearborn and michigan and that area but in minnesota ohan's district ilhan omar her district was created from nothing they flooded this area with somali immigrants and i and i believe that that uh, Omar is a, a Somali to intentionally put these people into our government. Mm-hmm. Now, this is wrong on so many levels, starting with, folks, starting with this country is based on a constitution that is the governing document, the governing authority in this nation. And when you have two individuals, Ilhan Omar and Rashida Tlaib, who make no bones about it, they are not serving in the people's house Mm -hmm. to uphold the Constitution. They're serving to tear it down. Folks, that is treason. Mm -hmm. That is treason. The reason why America is in such a mess today, we can trade, we can go all the way back. I think the year was 1801, but don't hold me to that. Early 1800s, under the Marshall Court, the Marshall Supreme Court, John Marshall, they came up with this idea that they just grabbed it out of thin air and they created the doctrine of what's called judicial review. And what that means is this, folks, the Supreme Court took upon themselves the right to determine if any legislation coming out of Congress was constitutional or not. See, that happened so long ago that Americans just think, well, that's the Supreme Court's duty to to decide whether something. Let me tell you something. It is not the Supreme Court's place to determine if anything is unconstitutional. That's Mm -hmm. not their function. Their function is to interpret cases that come before them. Does it fit constitutional law? And if it doesn't, pass it back down to the lower court to have them do it over. The reason the Supreme Court's gotten away with it, Chris, Mm. is because the House and the Senate has not told the Supreme Court to go pound sand Mm-hmm. And the reason they haven't done that is because it's very easy for them. So they can get off the hook by passing anything because they know the Supreme Court's going to 
strike it down. They can get off the hook by supporting something they know the Supreme Court's going to strike it down. It's all a form of political virtue signaling. That's what's going on in our government today. And it is a mess. So what do we need to do as a people speaking about politics? Folks, first thing you need to do is this nonsense about Christians shouldn't be involved in politics. (laughs) That's straight out of the pits of hell and smells like smoke, as Steve Brown likes to say. That is that is a lie of Satan. Mm -hmm. He doesn't want you. Do you understand that the founders, as well as as the overwhelming majority of the first justices of the Supreme Court, of members of the House and members of the Senate, were all Christians and many of them were pastors. Mm -hmm. Now, here's the other thing that we need to consider, Chris, and and I don't want to take a shotgun approach to this, but I'm just going to address these things as they occur to me. Yeah. We need to do something to make the House, to make to make representatives and to make senators and to even make Supreme Court justices answerable to we the people again, because that's the way this is set up. Here's the structure of a of a republic, folks. Here it is. You ready? We the people, the Constitution and then our elected representatives, we the people, folks. We agreed to this Constitution, and it was by the Constitution that we ceded certain rights, very few rights, to to a federal government. And and the anti-federalists said, don't do it. That was the whole reason for the back and forth of federalists and the anti-federalists and all these papers they wrote. If you want to educate yourself on American history, start there. Read that. And you can find those, by the way, uh, on the Library of Congress website. All of those documents are there for the reading. So it went back and forth. The anti-federalists said, we know that because of the depravity of a a human heart, because of man's sinfulness, because of man's moral weakness, they will always eventually gravitate towards more power, more control, greed, lust, all of those things. Yeah. And and they were absolutely right, Chris. They were absolutely right. And the Federalists who said, no, we need a federal government, but it'll never get out of control. It'll never do all these things. Well, they were some of those people that that were influenced by the Enlightenment and thought, well, you know, basically men and women, they're good. Uh, Their hearts are good. Their minds are good. They'll do the right thing. We see the same thing in the liberals today when they when they say stupid things like, well, once a burglar finds out you don't have a gun, then they'll just leave because, <laughs> right. well, I mean, what kind of insanity is that, Chris? But, oh, but, 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 but anyway, <laughs> the point is we the people are the highest authority in these United States. That's the way it was designed, folks. The Constitution was to serve our interests. The Bill of Rights were put in place to tell the government, you got no say in these things. The Bill of Rights weren't, were, were, were not put in place to limit our freedom. It was put in place to limit the government's overreach because the anti-federalists knew what a government is capable of. They saw it, and so they tried to do everything they could to put stop gaps in there. And through negligence, through, through laziness, through naivety, we've allowed things to get out of control today. Chris, there's a reason why our public education, a.k.a government indoctrination centers don't teach our children 
civics anymore. They don't yes. teach our children yes. about American history. They mm-hmm. don't teach our children about how our government is supposed to function. They don't say anything about the Constitution. They don't teach those things. And the reason is an informed and awake citizenry is a threat to this oligarchy in Washington, D.C. Yes. People need to wake up to who we are as a nation. Mm-hmm. And that does not run afoul. It does not come into conflict with being a man or woman of God, being a born-again believer and understanding the form of government that God has bequeathed to us, that we can say who represents us. Mm-hmm. Well, let me get back to this point that I, that I made. I just remembered it again. Okay. One of the first things we need to do, it's not just term limits, folks. I think term limits are a great thing, and I think we should implement them. But we should also make those jobs part-time. Mm. part-time. The Senate and the House should only meet at certain periods during the year. Then they get back and they are business persons. They are members of local communities where their feet are held to the fire Mm. for what they do or allow or pass in Washington, D.C. See, here's the problem. We've allowed a political aristocracy to arise in this land. These senators, these Congress people, these judges, they've all insulated themselves, isolated themselves in a cocoon, and Mm. they think that we the people can't touch them anymore. We need to be able to say, no, to look these folks in the eye because we walk into their store in the town that we live in and say, don't you ever do that again. Yeah. Yeah. Don't you ever consider passing a piece of legislation that does that again. Those are the things that we need to do, Chris, if we're going to turn this nation around, brother. Right. Um, and also, briefly, can you explain, because many people don't understand that this separation of church and state is not a law. And... Mm-hmm. Actually, the way that the, the normal populace thinks about it is backwards. Can you explain that yeah. really briefly? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it is backwards, Chris. So the separation of church and state is not in the Constitution. It's not any of our founding documents. None of the founding fathers ever included it in any of the official the Declaration, Constitution, Bill of Rights. You know where it is found, folks? It's found in the Constitution of the United Soviet Socialist Republic communist russia it was found in their constitution and it was borrowed then here's where here's where it popped up folks thomas jefferson received correspondence from the danbury baptist association in virginia their concern which is one reason many of them fled england in the first place was that the federal government would try at some Point to establish a state religion. Now, in England, it was the Church of England. It had the full force of the government behind it. When you talk about a travesty, the, there it is right there. So they fled England, founded America. After the Constitution, the Danbury Baptist Association wrote to Thomas Jefferson and said, we are very concerned that the government will attempt to establish a state religion. Thomas Jefferson wrote back and said, well, that's impossible. They can't do that because there's a separation of state and church. And what he meant by that was the state has no say Mm -hmm. in anything that the church does, says that the state is not permitted to be involved in the function of the church. Now, try that on for size, folks. 
in the midst of everything going on today when we've got governors that are outlawing the meeting of Christians, singing, gathering together. Do you remember when all of this hit? Yeah. These governors, they were right there, right now, in the mm-hmm. in the blink of an eye, saying, and that includes you, churches. You can yeah. that was a violation of our constitutional rights. And and I can say this, Chris. We didn't close our church. We didn't shut the doors, not for the first day. I told people we are not going to bow the knee to the state. They are not our masters. We will obey the Lord Jesus Christ. Our church is going to stay open. If you've got a problem with that, stay home. Yeah. Stay home. Yeah. But I'm going to be here and I'm going to be preaching on Sunday. And we didn't miss a beat. Right. Now, many churches are waking up now, finally, Chris, and they're yeah. saying enough is enough. California, the pastors in California, Chris, as you know, they have got a fight on their hand mm-hmm. because Governor Newsom and the mayor and the, and the uh, of Los Angeles and many other places, those people are under Lucifer's control. Mm-hmm. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Newsom isn't possessed. <sighs> he is that I, wicked yeah. and that evil. And I don't say that lightly, brother. Yeah. That's the kind of mess we're in. And that's what separation of church and state is all about. It prevents the state from interfering with the church, not the other way around. The church must inform the government or the government will become immoral. Right. And that's exactly what yeah. we've seen today, brother. Yeah, and, and people are not realizing that most of the actions taken by these governors and mayors are illegal. <laughs> They're just illegal, but because of COVID, you know, what are we going to say? Mm-hmm. Come on, it's for the yeah. good of the people. Uh, you know, I mentioned this again on another show about how, you know, the Jews in Hitler's time, they thought they were getting on those trains because it was for the good of the people. They thought they were going to some place to work and, you know, be taken care of. Nope. Mm-hmm. Death, 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 death. Yep. So, and that's one of the, okay. So I have a paper I wrote called The Legacy of Lucifer. And mm-hmm. I wrote it for my Bible class, my, my college class. And like Jesus said, you know, Satan was a murderer from the beginning. So throughout his yep. history, what have we seen? Spiritual death physical death, the, the, the defiling of children, defiling of women, defiling of men, blood, 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 blood. And he will continue yeah. to want blood. He yeah. takes it in different forms, but it's still blood, whether it's abortion or whatever else. So imagine yeah. now, you know, I just saw a church uh, got, get fined $50,000 supposedly per day or a week or whatever it was. Something ridiculous because they, they have to hit you in the pockets. And if we allow this to keep going on, you talk about FEMA camps and all this stuff. I mean, listen, you guys don't realize what's at the door. Blood. And I'm not trying to be sensational. I'm being realistic. It's blood. Yeah. Let's not let our nation go to this route. And that brings us to our next topic, sir. Um, the occult, the, 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 the uprising of the occult within this same communist system, uh, it's, it's just an amalgamation of the most wicked stuff that we, we, we have allowed to happen. You see, it's been, it's been boiling up since the 60s. 
and we have allowed it to come into our homes through Netflix and the cable and all this stuff through the theaters. And we just think of it as just entertainment. No, this is a propaganda, an agenda from the dark side that we are the, the, the frogs in the pot of boiling water. We got in it. It was very cool and comfortable. It's getting hot now. It's get, when are you going to jump out? We have to, 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 to say something and do something. Uh, listen, I, don't, I can't tell anybody what to subscribe to. Subscribe to. I, don't, I don't have a Netflix account. Uh, but I also don't have uh, Disney Plus and other ones because I, I, this is just my mindset about it. And, and it, you don't have to think like me. Think like how God would want you to think. Go to the Bible. I, I, I just refuse to pay for sewage to come into my home especially when most of it nowadays is uh, it's blaspheming God. There's so much of it now is just ridiculous. Plus, it's, it's, it's um, um, propagating the ideas within the occult, and now we see that in Black Lives Matter and, and, and other organizations. Go ahead, sir. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right, Chris. And, and for the record, uh, Kathy and I got rid of TV years ago. We don't have a TV in our home. And, and the reason for that is, as you've already mentioned, Chris, it's just continually pumping garbage into your home, yeah. uh, into your mind, into your subconscious. And don't think that stuff doesn't stick because it does. So we don't even have television. I had canceled Netflix many years before we even got rid of television. Mm-hmm. Um, there's very little redeeming quality yeah. uh, from TV. Yeah. And folks, as a believer... Listen to me. This is probably going to step on some toes, but that's part of my role responsibility as a pastor. I may not be your pastor, but but I am a pastor. And if the shoe fits, then wear it and uh, do something about it. If you're spending hours a day on your phone, watching movies or documentaries, or you're sitting in for hours at a day, watching television and your argument is where there's nothing wrong with it. I'm trying to relax this, that, and the other thing. But at the same time, you're spending five or 10 minutes every few days in prayer in Bible study in developing those spiritual disciplines that every man or woman of God should be about. Then I'm going to tell you straight out, flat out that you've got things upside down brothers and sisters. Yes. Yes. You are not going to draw closer to the father. You are not going to be useful for the king and you're going to live a mediocre life of faith. And let me tell you something. Mediocre Christians are the first ones to get steamrolled when wickedness and evil washes across the land. And if you're a mediocre Christian, you better be very, very careful because you are ripe for deception. You must press into the Father. You must be in his word. You must be a man or woman of prayer. You must seek fellowship, guidance, direction from the Holy Spirit and other Christian brothers or sisters that are more mature in the faith that can help you. This is one of the reasons, Chris, why the church is so anemic in America today. Yes. Because we've been practicing this Disneyland Christianity 
listening to these skinny jean, <laughs> know nothing pastors preaching their cotton candy sermons for yeah. so long. We wouldn't know the difference between a filet mignon steak mm. and a warm glass of milk. Right. That's right. sad, man. Yeah. We, we have got to get our act together in America. So, so that's a good place to, to also start. If we're going to do any of the things, Chris, that we already talked about, mm-hmm. we got to get our act together and do it individually and then corporately as a church. You were talking about occultism. I think one of the things that has plagued America is the Satanists have cast their spells, their mantras. Uh-huh. They have infiltrated our churches and they have led pastors into leftist progressive theologies, which mm-hmm. are not biblical, folks. They simply are not biblical. And with that power, when that pastor goes, so goes the whole flock because the flocks aren't discerning enough to say, wait, hold, time out, tap the brakes, pastor. That's not biblical. We're not going that direction. If you're going that direction, then I guess you're done here because right. you're not leading us down that road. Right. And folks, you need to do that. Yeah. So in America, if we're going to push back against the darkness, if we're going to reestablish the Constitution as the authority in the land and then hold judges and our elected representatives accountable. Mm-hmm. One of the things that needs to happen is, is that Christians need to get serious about their relationship with the Father. Mm-hmm. And they need to begin to be that disciple that makes disciples, as Jesus said. We need to be those people because when, when we have that spiritual strength, that Holy Spirit anointing on us, then we're going to be able to do the things that need to be done. Yes, yes. You, you know, um, th- just to back up on your points here, here's a, this is a headline from a, a one um, YouTube video. It says, the, sat- the Satanic Temple admits they are terrified of Trump and desperate to stop him. Uh, Trump is pro-Christ. And there's other ones where they're, they're basically saying that because of the Christians, Basically, they're fighting the same war we're fighting, you know. It's us against them. That's it's right. the spiritual world against us, and we 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 war in the spirit as well. So, um, you know, you can find this evidence all over the place. If listen, I, I just I just gotta always bring up this question. You know, some people we've asked in our personal lives, if you knew that, and we ask this to Christians, if you knew that witches were praying against Trump and and all this stuff, casting spells and hexes, um, would you still stand with them? You know what the answer was? What? Yes. Oh! <laughs> From Christians. Because wow. there's a seething hate for Trump. And, and listen here, you don't have to like him. You don't even have to vote for him. Okay? That's That's not my position to tell you what to do but here it is you're standing on this with with witches with the kingdom of darkness because you've been brainwashed to say this man's a racist or whatever term they're going to throw out next okay you have to stand on the word of god stand on truth how can you stand with the abortionists with the satanists with the people doing all sorts of wicked stuff and some of it you can't figure out because you're program through CNN and MSNBC and all these weird people that are totally mm-hmm. controlled. So yep. th- this occult, this, this neo-paganism has been coming up for so long. I've been watching it. And since the early 2000s, I got, got more hip to it. 
Then in the, in the mid, you know, like 2007 around there, I got even more hip to it. And through the Harry Potter books and all. And people in the military, because they, they allow this stuff on the military bases. Why? Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, people in those military bases have admitted on camera that they got into Wicca witchcraft because of Harry Potter. But you still have Christians saying that Harry Potter and all these books are, there's nothing wrong with them. It's fine. I'll bring it into my home. You see, I, yeah, we're talking about politics, but this is a part of the problem. Mm-hmm. And then to, yeah. to get to one of your other points, um, as we start wrapping up here, um, the Fabian socialists, people don't know, know about that, how they infiltrated the church, how this is why we have all these pastors that's, that are preaching social gospel and all this uh, the socialism, uh, what's the term called? Um, social justice. Uh, they, don't, they can't even tell you who started the term social justice. justice. I'm a person that loves to go to the origin. If I find that the origin is corrupt, I drop it like hot rocks. Okay, yeah. go ahead, sir. Yeah, so what, interesting, you brought up the Fabian Socialists um, connected to the Frankfurt School of Economics. So you guys do your research, but what you're going to find is interesting, Chris, that, that the emblem or the lo- we would call a logo today mm-hmm. of, of the Fabian Socialists, get this, folks, you can check it. They, they don't hide it. The, the logo or the emblem of the Fabian Socialists is a wolf in sheep's clothing. I kid you not. <laughs> they don't make any secret yeah. about their subversive activities and their philosophy. They they seek to to infiltrate and then change and, and they're fine with it taking time. See, they're not like the revolutionary Marxists, like the Lenins and the Stalins. They did it at the edge of a gun. Mm-hmm. Well the Fabian socialists they said, no, we're, we're happy to do a, what, what, here, here's what they called it, a slow march through the institutions. Mm-hmm. If we can capture the government, if we can capture the churches, if we can capture the schools, if we can capture the, the health care, and if we can capture these and socialize them, we'll have conquered a nation without firing a shot. We're well down that road. That's why we need to intercede. We need to get bold in sharing the gospel, but we also need to be educated about our own civics, Chris. We need to understand what this nation was founded on, how it was founded, what our founding fathers bequeathed us, what a republic is, and how we, the people, Chris, you and me, Mm -hmm. we're the bosses of those knuckleheads in Washington, D.C. They're not our masters. Right. Right. We should be calling the shots, but that's going to take that's going to take educating people again because our schools and our and our universities and colleges they're not they're doing exactly the opposite. They're agitating for communism. We're in a deep deep hole, but guess what? Jesus wins. Yes, Jesus yes. wins. So you stay strong, be encouraged, never give up hope. Because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. And what that means is you cannot lose your soul to the enemy. That's right. And and I, yeah. Don't fear the one. What Jesus said, Chris, don't fear the one who can just merely destroy the body. Fear the one who can destroy body and soul, which is the Father. 
Satan can only do so much. Yes. He's on a leash and his time is running out and he knows it. That's why he's in such a fury, throwing such a temper tantrum today. Mm -hmm. That's why he's trying to pull down America because it's game over for the rest of the world. If we go down, I say we stand up and fight. This could be our finest hour, Chris. What do you yes, say? I, I totally believe that. And that's why I'm pushing so hard. Actually, I'm more vocal now than ever. Right. It yes, uh, doesn't matter which fa family member want to unfriend me or whatever. Disown me. I don't care. Friends, whatever. I've been disowned and, and uh, you know, thrown away so many times. It, I don't even feel it anymore, you know. So but I have one yeah. more point and then I'm going to ask you to do something that we're, we're, we're going to go. All right. So okay. uh, um, everybody out there, uh, you heard the names that he just called. I want you to also go and search Tavistock Institute. All right. I want you to search Brookings Institute and don't just go on their website and read their little happy jargon. Find out where these people started, why they influence us so much. Mm -hmm. Also, I heard a, a, a Muslim lady say, listen, I'm not, a, you know, I'm not demonizing anybody. I'm just telling you what they, they're saying, okay? A Muslim lady said on a program one time, she said, I cannot live in a country where um, white supremacy is the law of the land. I want you to think about that for a second, what she just said. She said white supremacy, President Trump and his cabinet, is the law of the land. The Constitution is the law of the land, not white supremacy. Right. See, so these people spit out these, these, this jargon, and then people that, I'm sorry, uneducated, they don't, they don't research anything. They don't want to know. They just want to live their lives. They suck this up and then start... Repeating it, okay? So yeah. I just wanted to say those, those things. And, um, sir, if you could take us out with a gospel message and tell people where to find you and your podcast. Yes, yeah, so thank you very much, Chris. It's, it's always a pleasure to, to chat with you, my brother, and uh, it's encouraging to me uh, to be able to speak to, to your viewers and your audience, your followers. So folks can find me. You can email me, pastormike at cclohio.org, pastormike at cclohio.org have a live Monday night, uh, 6 p.m. Eastern time, Monday night program live on YouTube, Dr. Mike Spaulding. Um, it's live on Facebook, live on uh, per uh, Twitter, Periscope. Uh, I do Soaring Eagle Radio, as you know, Chris, you, you and Rory were on uh, on that program previously. Yeah. Uh, 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 drmikespaulding.com is a, is a website, the transformingword.com is a website, so you can catch me all of those places. But folks, here's the thing that we need to be pressing hard in today. Laws, legislation, they can only go so far. Laws and legislation will not change a man's heart. Laws and legislation will not remove hatred, bitterness, envy, greed, all of those things from a man's heart. The only thing that's going to remove all of those things from a man's heart is the gospel of Jesus Christ. And their profession, they're receiving, they're trusting in the name of Jesus. That's the, the true, pure gospel. By God's grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone, will you be born again. Believe in his name. That'll change a heart and a mind, and it'll redirect the trajectory of this nation. So in the midst of everything else that we're doing, always remember the priority is make disciples. That is our commission as believers. 
we are to go and share the gospel of Jesus Christ. And Chris, I'm, I'm, I'm moved right now to close us in prayer. May I do that? Yes, sir. All right. So, Father, we thank you for this blessing of technology. It can be used for many good and awesome things. This conversation, we pray your favor upon those that have joined us, have been encouraged, they have been edified, and they have been motivated to go and do whatever you lead them to do, Lord. Thank you for, for Chris and, and all of the talents and the gifts that you've given to him. I pray, Father, you would multiply blessings upon him such that uh, his footprint, his reach will be expanded greatly. Please provide everything that Chris needs for ministry. And those that have listened, perhaps there's someone who's never made a profession of faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. If that's you, then merely cry out to the Father and say, Father, please receive me. I believe that Jesus is the Son of God, and I believe in the name of Christ for everlasting life. If that's you, you pray that, and the Father will hear it, guaranteed, because he delights in all of those who come to him by faith. Thank you for this, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thanks for joining me, Pastor Mike. And remember, everybody out there, if you're a Christian, preach the gospel, get educated in the word, and don't let them burn. If you like our videos, don't forget to hit the subscribe button and the notification bell to get all our frequent updates.